0: Welcome to the Becoming Eva podcast, where
1: we discuss real life issues
0: from a woman's perspective. Becoming Eva
1: seeks to break the silence within the female community while fostering authenticity, transparency, and healing. We're We're your hosts, LaToya Moore and Maya Dawson. Let's get started. Good
0: morning, Becoming Eva fans. We are in studio today. Yay,
1: Time and how long has it been? Oh, Don't get Since March of 2020. Quite wow. Honestly. We are back.
0: Yeah. So exciting to be back in studio. Oh. Thank you for joining us for this wonderful episode, Enneagrams. So if you joined us last week with Brandy Underwood, then you all know about all the different types. I know people ask in the chat, well, what about our spouses? And those different types, how do we communicate with our spouses? Because he's like, I know he's a special type, and I'm this way. So, today we are talking about enneagrams and marriages. So, we've got our wonderful spouses with us today Mr.
1: Ryan Righteous of Track Stars, and Mr. Chris DJ Jeremiah Dawson. So, yes, of track stars. We're so excited to have y'all here. Thank y'all so much for joining us this morning. I know you, you out of your element around all this pink and such, but uh it's all right. It's all right. We won't bite. We won't
2: bite.
1: <laughs> thank y'all so much though for being here. So before we dive into Enneagrams of marriage, you know we gotta talk about strengthening, okay? And this was a very busy week. A lot going on, a lot has transpired. So uh let's start first up. Um uh, let's see. Where do we want to start? Let's start with yeah. the Obama's.
2: They were actually at the White House
1: earlier this week. And there was some, you know, commentary around that because they actually had their paintings unveiled at the White House. And so, um, of course, there was, you know, lighthearted commentary. Barack's talking about, oh, this painting makes my wife look so fine. And then, you know, Michelle brings it home with the, you know, just, just really talking about how important it is to have people of color represented in the White House and the fact that, you know, a biracial child, you know, born in a, or grew up in a single parent household. And then, you know, she's a, a daughter of a blue collar working class man and the fact that they made it to the White House. So any thoughts on Obama's portraits being unveiled in the White House this week?
0: I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Michelle looks Stunning yeah, yeah. in that blue dress. Yeah. So kudos to the artists, because you know yeah. I like the paint. I'm not quite that skilled at painting, but I do like the paint. Um it's a lot of detail in both of um both of them. And so I can just really appreciate the beauty and I hope one day that I'll get to visit it in person. I've never been there. Um, but it means so much, I think, to our community. Absolutely.
1: you have any thoughts,
3: Jens? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. I'm glad to see the Obamas back in the White House, especially with a friendly, you know, uh, welcome from, you know, the current administration, uh-huh. and if in the prior administration, I don't know. <laughs> but it's good to see them, you know, back in the White House with, uh, uh, you know, being adored and, and loved. Is, is, I mean, you know, I can't stop stressing enough how this president went eight years scandal free, you know? And the fact that everyone still gives this family a hard time and they have been, you know, mo- a model family up to this point, you know, I won't say it's, it'll say that way, but it's their model family. So I'm just happy to see them thriving as they continue to set an example for Black America. That's
2: awesome. Um, I think everything which y'all said is real. Um, I, I would like to see what would happen um, if, if a Republican in office and see how they would if they would keep those pictures up, or they would take them down, or whatever. But I think, I think um, just how probably, you, know, you know, I think, I think the think good thing about Obama, Obama is he always know, uplifts Michelle, Michelle, and you know, and, and I, I think, think that's a, a great thing as a man to uplift his wife and, and in those public and settings everything and everything of that nature. So, so yeah, yeah, and I, I, I think, think um, yeah, their legacy is is in stone. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I wonder, like, did it really take what they've been out of office? five years now, six years for, for them, for their, their paintings to be put, put up, like, like was, was it, it intentional, intentional that yeah, they, they came, came back to the White House, White House like, like, they literally waited until Trump was, like, like or, or was, was the,
2: the painting, painting just not ready? No, I mean, you know I, I mean, I mean, it depends, <laughs> like, it depends on, honestly, I think it depends on the president of what they want to do in the White House, if I'm not mistaken. Like, if the president feel like, hey, we're going to put up a Michelle uh-huh. and Barack painting, you know what I mean? I'm Joe, I mean, being his former vice president, yeah, I'm sure I'll was say. like, okay, we're going to make that happen. And honestly. Um, sometimes it's just one of those things where just like waiting for the right moment to do that. You know what I'm saying? And then also you got to look at it from a standpoint of when they like give people medals and different things of that nature is like, like these are my people. So I want them to be represented in, in, in the White House. You know?
3: I think it would have been uncomfortable had it been the prior administration. I think he would have been uncomfortable coming back in there, you know, the way he was, um, the way he exited, you know? um he was, he was graceful, and you know making, making sure that, that there was a peaceful, peaceful handoff. handoff but, but the, the second president, president who came behind him didn't give a peaceful hand handoff, so so i think it would have been tension had they come any earlier you know so this, this administration, administration was, was the right, right time to do it
1: well all right there you have it all right second topic so on what's trending charlie Boseman. He, he actually, actually was received an, an Emmy, Emmy this week, this week for, for uh, actually some, some voiceover voice work that he did uh, for uh, an animated series where he was, he was the voice of a Black Panther. And, and there, was there was some, some commentary up on, on it. it. Some, people some people were like, like yes, his legacy and continues and to live. Other, other people, people were like, like, is that necessarily fair, fair with him no longer being, being with us physically? Like, how does that work? So do y'all have any thoughts on people winning awards? Do you, after they pass, do you think that yes. it's fair that someone else who's he actually living should have gotten the award, award. like what are, what are your thoughts i think if he
0: if rightfully deserve deserved it, it then, then yes i, I think, think, think you should give the honor honors honor 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 due the honor whether honor they're here, here or not and, and his, his wife, wife was able, was able to, to accept the award on his, on his behalf on Um and she was reflecting on you know what he was going through with his health uh, when yeah, he was actually recording for that, that um, particular, was it a TV or animated a, series? A, yeah, a, like a animated series. And yeah, she was just, just reflecting, reflecting on like on his commitment and his dedication, his dedication to be, be battling now, his, his health, health challenges, challenges and, and still um, being out there and doing an excellent job. job so yeah, I, I definitely think, think it's fair. And if he rightfully deserved it, then yes, give it to him. Wow.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I I think think it was was definitely a nice nice gesture. gesture. I I think think it should have been an an honorable mention. mention. Hmm. And And then the the physical award should have gone to someone else. Hmm. You know, I think it would have been, been, um, we we have two winners this year. year. Um, Our honorable nominee or honoree is Jack Bozeman, who's no longer with us. But the physical award would have gone to this person. And the reason I say that is because you definitely want to, I like what he brought to the, the whole, you know character and, and what he did mm-hmm. as far as his health challenges and everything but it's still a little bit weird to me mm-hmm. you know it's almost like they always talk about all these different songs are coming out with tupac you know? yes <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> yes. Injured, <laughs> still you yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's really weird, weird. That's, that's really, really weird, weird, you know. She somebody just all of, of a sudden, sudden drops drop something with Marvel. Yeah. Hey, we all yeah. that. Like, well, like, where did this come from, from? You know. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think that you just have to, you know, give respect to um the deceased, but at the same time, uh, be realistic.
1: Yeah. No, that's a great, great point. You know yeah. Yeah. I, mean? I mean,
2: I think what you said is true. Like, um, it's kind of hard because it's like, eh, you don't want to complain losing the Black Panther, but you don't want right. to complain winning against black Panther. so it's like a double-edged score for the person who would have won outside of being the um uh, the voiceover stuff so it's very hard um I understand why they give it to him I mean that's a legendary role that he played it's an iconic role you know um it means so much to so many people of him playing that role so i understand why he won um I, it's just it's just hard to be it's hard to beat the dead, you know what I'm saying, like, it's just hard to be like, I can beat dead people, because it's just like, especially if they killed them, yeah. if they were somebody, like, you know what I'm saying, it's almost like, like, like we always talk about, um, and it's still in the comic book, bro, you talk about the Joker, and when you think about the Joker, you think of a Heath Ledger yeah. immediately, nobody else can play the Joker like him, you know yeah. what I mean, so, at the end of the day, it's it's just one of those things where, if somebody kills that role to a point, they do deserve it, but also, it's just like, if they killed it and then they passed, it's just mm-hmm. like don't even come, don't show up. Yeah. If I was in that category, <laughs> I would just show it. that was
1: that. Well so. that's sad. And and I mean, hopefully he, you know, understood how much he killed that role, you know, before he passed. Uh, sadly a lot of people don't like I think about pop smoke, I think about um uh Hustle. Like people that passed and in, in my mind, they didn't blow up until after he passed. So I'm like yeah. I don't necessarily like that look as much, but, um, you know, hopefully he, you know, was celebrated just as much while he was living as much now. So, all right. And then third, for what's trending, we had actually some some sad news this week. The Queen of England passed away at 96 years old, like 96 years old. I was doing just a little bit of, of research about her legacy and the fact that she was queen for over 7 decades like that's amazing 7 decades and she really worked hard to make um the monarchy relevant in today's society so definitely kudos to her for that um and then um she passed in 96 and immediately her son Charles was you know announced as king so but any any thoughts about how you may have been impacted by the queen or the monarchy the work that she's done Um, did during her lifetime?
0: Um, Definitely kudos to
1: her. And I've always been fascinated
0: with that culture Mm -hmm. and that lifestyle. Uh, It's very, very different um, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. We don't have kings and queens. And um, it's it's just very fascinating to me. And my children, I don't think they really fully understand that there's real kings and queens Mm because they're so so much into like disney princess movies and things like that but um very interesting culture
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah i'll i the same. i think um it's interesting to see a world where you know you had centuries of this leadership and how they um conform to the modern day world you know and leaving out so much because you know she's no longer Or that family is no longer in charge of the government, you know. But it's it's like wow, just to be, you know, to have that name and that title. And also read in the article too that um, uh, Harry and Meghan Markle's kids got their titles um, when she passed because of a rule that uh, King George V Mm -hmm. put together that once you once you pass away, you become a great grandchild. So a king oh, you wow. automatically get your titles so her wow. children got their titles which i thought was interesting and you know you know it's a changing of the guards because now we have to see how this family moves um with uh, the rules changing a bit mm-hmm. will um will william and harry reconcile their differences will mm-hmm. uh king charles you know reach out and and make amends for the family to come back together and you know be as one again yeah that's, that's a great question, question.
2: Y'all so dignified and classy in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> y'all know you don't care. Y'all know that. As long as the last thing was a lot of people, we good. All right, Yeah, so, <laughs> oh okay. hey, y'all know that. No, I'm joking. Um, I, think, I think just over the years of, uh, you know so much stuff about the um Queen and like, you know, um, just what, you know what they what they represent for England, you know what I mean? Um, I guess what we, we call our sister country. So you know what I mean what, what that represents and then what, um, what also represents for other countries as well that that dealt with England and other um, other spheres of influence, I guess you know what I mean? So I mean that's a big thing. And then to think about somebody being a lot being at hierarchy that many years is, is, is a blessing. So but it was interesting how king Charles he pulled up like yeah, I'm king now. So these are some things. <laughs> He was like that but i i thought it interesting that like i was i was talking to somebody i'm about I was like i feel like she was passed already and then you no know, i'm just saying that she was dead already and then they recorded it and then they had the funeral because i was like who has a funeral that fast like who has a funeral oh, like man. she died on thursday and then people are going i'm like is that like how that works like mm-hmm. I, I i've never heard that before
3: well i mean so she had been sick she mm-hmm. had yeah. people taking care of her and it almost makes sense because they said that Harry got there too late. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he yeah. got there too late. Um, so, so he was transitioning and they said she passed while he was on his way up. Oh, wow. So he's in the car crying. Wow. They, they show a picture wow. of that. So I think it did happen that way, yeah. but I think because of who she was, the plan was already in place. Gotcha. So gotcha. The moment it yeah. happens, gotcha. we move forward with these plans yeah. because she had been under medical care. So I was on tour.
2: What she does. <laughs> Y'all know that the queen, Aretha Franklin, they had like, she went to that Memphis, money. to Atlanta. She was all over the place, but, we do this. Well, <laughs> oh, you talking about after she passed. Yeah, I
1: know. She passed. She, she, she did she her body on she
2: her. Went, she was responsible well,
1: for right. yeah. That's true. I don't know. So. All right. So that's it for what's trending. We're going to move on into Enneagrams and marriage. Okay. okay so. so first off, we're going to do a recap. All right, so for those of you that didn't make it last week, and experience fabulous, the fabulous, wonderful Mrs. Brandy Underwood. She did an excellent job of just breaking it down because she had just such a wealth of knowledge and that this is something that she has really, like, studied and researched for a while. So I'm not Brandy, so I'm clearly going to be reading these descriptions, but I want to make sure that everybody has a recap of the nine different types before we go through our types and talk about, you know, effective communication, conflict resolution, all of that, how, how Enneagrams can look and how to navigate them in your marriage. Okay. So the first type is the perfectionist or as Brandy called it, the reformer. They place a lot of emphasis on following the rules, doing things correctly. Um, and they, they have a fear of being imperfect and can be extremely strict with themselves and others. Um, the second type is the helper. Okay. Or the giver. Yes. Yes. They want to be liked. They want to find ways that they can be helpful to others so that they belong. You want to take type three?
0: Type three is the achiever. Um, They want to be successful and admired by others. And uh, they're very conscious of their public image, the way that they uh, appear and they fear failure and not being seen as valuable. Yes.
1: You want to do four?
0: Type four is the individualist. They want to be unique and to experience deep, authentic emotions. Um, They fear they are flawed and are overly focused on how they are different from other people.
1: Yes. And then type five, the investigator. They seek understanding and knowledge. They are more comfortable with data than other people. And their biggest fear is being overwhelmed by their needs or the needs of other people. And then we have type six, which can be called the loyalist or the skeptic. Sixes are preoccupied with security. They seek safety. They like to be prepared for problems. Okay. Their greatest fear is being unprepared and unable to defend themselves from danger. Type seven,
0: the enthusiasts. They want fun and adventure and they're easily bored. Um, They fear emotional pain and especially sadness. All right. And then eight. The challenger sees themselves as strong and powerful, and they seek to stand up for what they believe in. They fear being powerless, so they focus to control their
1: environment. Mm. That's a big one. And then nine, the peacemaker. Nines like to go with the flow and let the people around them set the agenda. Type nines fear pushing people away by prioritizing their own needs, and they tend to be passive at times. So those are the nine types. As you can see, everybody has flaws. Everybody has strengths. Everybody has weaknesses, all of that. You know, so we're going to talk about both and just how to navigate them. So as a review... We'll do ours and then we'll do a drum roll to review our husbands. Okay. So you want to share yours first? Yes,
0: I'm type one. I'm the perfectionist. Yay, I guess. <laughs> um, I was gonna make a crown and wear my little crown and said, <laughs> like type one. I will proudly wear my crown. <laughs> I see you've got your eyes at me, but I am type I one, it. the perfectionist. I love and then it. my second one was three, the achiever. So we've got a perfectionist and a high achiever.
1: Love it, love it. <laughs> I am type four. The individualist or the romantic. I do love being different. I do love being unique, very artistic, very creative, very emotionally connected, like internally. Like I process through a lot of things, um, and can be overly focused on that at times. So yeah, definitely a number four. And honestly, I think my second was a three, but I'll have to go back and check because that that achievement, that you know, drive to pursue. Um, and, and get things done and make a mark is definitely a, a close second. So that is my number. So shall we reveal first the numbers?
0: I want to ask what you think Chris's number That's a is. Good
1: question, man. I, I'm curious to know what you think. I'm curious to know what I think too, Toya. I'm like, <laughs> Lord, because I mean, I feel like Chris has so many different dynamics and facets to himself, and like, you know, there are just aspects of him that you see, and there are other aspects that you don't, and so, I don't know, part of me, I I will say this, while I was reading, while I was reading, this is just what crossed, flashed across my mind, while I was reading, I was like, I wonder if he's a type six, I wonder if he's a skeptic or a loyalist, like, Chris is big on being prepared, he likes (laughs) to map stuff out, so. Well, wouldn't you know.
0: Your husband sent me his Enneagram number. At <laughs> the drum roll. Drum roll. You know Chris very, very well. He is a type six. <laughs> you hit Dang. it right on the
1: head. I win a So he is a skeptic.
0: You wow. So
1: uh,
3: uh, <laughs> conspiracy J. Let at Frank his
1: Yes, that's where Conspiracy it's Jay true, lives. No right there. He lives right there. Oh my oh. gosh. Thank you for it. giving us the biblical <laughs> definition of it. Okay. Right. All right, so let's get into Ryan's number. So, Toya, what number do you think your husband has? So, I was going back and
0: forth um thinking about what Ryan's number might be, and I think I think he might be a type 8. I'm not Okay, 100%. a challenger? Yeah. Okay. I think he might be a challenger. I could be wrong. Okay. That or the peacemaker, okay. a type 9. 8 or 9. Okay. So I was cool. kind of going back and forth.
1: Yeah, I was going to say you were close. You're very close. Your husband is type nine the peacemaker okay, so yes glad. and i immediately when he told me the number i immediately thought about the conversation we had with brandy last week because she was like ones and nines tend to marry each other and i was like well there you have it ones <laughs> and nines like there you have it so i
3: love it i love it how long do they stay married oh my god <laughs> no, oh. iron shoppers iron <laughs> i think they need to put the enneagram on dating site needs to be something that you consider um, because my wife is a perfectionist.
2: Definite, need a peacemaker.
3: Man, amen. My, def- my wife is definitely a one.
0: Hey, over and here in so the amen corner.
3: It's so funny because when I was taking the test, I was like, "They need some questions on here for like I don't care to take this test type." Question. Oh like, my you know I mean?
1: God! Like, if you don't
3: want to take this test, you know,
2: neutral- it's basically you're... the same questions over and over each time you went over, but yeah. it was different worded, different ways. I yeah. think stuff like that. But yeah. it's basically what that was. <laughs>
3: But um, but yeah, I, I if they say one and nines can can, can get along, I guess that, I guess that's true. But you know, sometimes like I'm I'm not a perfectionist. I've never sought to be a perfectionist. I know that I just want to get it done and have it look good and have people give me a compliment. You know, I work on cars. I work on things at the house. But I'm not expecting anybody to come in and be like, hey, hire me to do this, right? I'm that's not a perfectionist. I don't want to Ooh. I don't want to check every corner six or seven different times. And so for me, um, you know, that can that can be a bit of a challenge when you live with a but, perfectionist and they're like, You didn't fold that right. <laughs> no, but
2: no, but the thing is this, this is a good thing, Ryan. When she, when when toys are going haywire, that's when your peace comes Amen. So that's the that's the blessing. Well, right I'm there.
3: just nonchalant. I, I I get over stuff quickly. I don't I don't hold grudges. I'm just I I move past it, you know. Gotcha. Um, and so, I give you an example. Um, when uh, I was at when I, when I'm at home and I'm cleaning the kitchen, she has her way of saying, "Oh, the kitchen's clean." I have my way of saying, "The kitchen's clean." <laughs>
2: yeah. If
3: the dishes are washed, the floor is swept. Um, the dishes can remain in the sink to dry. That's my my theory is it needs to dry on its own. Why you got to gotcha. get the dish rag and dry it yourself? Um, that, huh? But then she will she calls cleaning the kitchen the microwave, the stove, uh getting around the, the, countertop. Wiping, the countertop.
0: It's called wiping the, the countertop. Miyagi but theory. if I'm looking at the clock,
1: wax on, wax
3: on. if I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, I got 15 minutes to dedicate to the kitchen, I know what's gonna get done <laughs> and what's not, right? You're not gonna wake up in the morning and see bugs and, and yeah. rodents on the top. So it's clean, right? Yeah. So
0: yeah, our definitions of cleaning the kitchen is very different. <laughs> Sometimes, I don't know if you notice this, but like if he's cleaning the kitchen, he, he doesn't always like gather the dishes off of the stove or the island or, th- or the table. But over the years, I have learned to just, as I see him washing, I just politely, <gasps> gently, quietly bring the dishes next to the sink as he's washing. And he looks, he's like, oh, there's more. There's more. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I don't say oh. anything, but... It's just like, oh, okay, maybe he just didn't see it, but that's just my way of helping it, you out. But
3: it goes beyond like <laughs> things out of my control. Like we'll get the grass cut. She'll be like, "Did you see he left some stuff on the, on the by the mailbox?" Well, see, like, who cares? It's, it's not just you. It's, if the homeowners association doesn't get on my back, I don't care if he left a strand. Or two. Just, <laughs> if
1: you bother. paid for a service, though, yeah, you want different. to get the nah, you know. I mean, the
3: it, to me, it's maximized. like cut
2: haircut. was like if. If somebody cut your hair and they leave a patch right here and the rest is like flat, I'd
0: be like, oh, oh you got a perfectionist Exactly. Like right? You're go roll out
3: with that little patch right there. I've never grabbed the mirror at the barbershop and been like, fix this, fix that. Oh, I knew all that. Look the time. at it and be like, we good. Exactly
2: what I I mean, it, I, I like, like, you know. Like, okay, with that, but if you get your hair cut and you know they, they give you the mirror, like, okay, this is what I normally get. But if I look in the mirror and I see a patch right here, and a patch right here, and a patch right here, a patch right here like a baseball field. And <laughs> And the rest of us okay. clean. I'm new like, bro, no, what's going on? problem
3: yet. You need a new Bible. No, no, my no, problem. No, I know my boy is good. He do do that, could. but I'm just
2: saying that, that's what, we, what she's responding to. So and she's like, hey, if our whole grass was supposed to be cut, why is there a little thing right there? But
0: you need to tell your boy. Oh, my God. Do you want me to go out there? Get your I boy. Go, I can go out, out, out there, <laughs> there
3: Because I mean, my Y'all thing is I paid the guy, he did the job. Oh, my God. It's a wrap. I'm done. But I, I'm also a person that likes it, it, to move to the next thing. My yeah. mind doesn't want to stay in one place too long. Yeah. So when you've cut the grass and you're out the door, you're on your way out, I don't want to stop what I'm doing to come chase you down and be like, the that say it. Me. I'll go and pull it myself. Like, I, she just wants that little strand up. Pull it, <laughs> throw to
1: the side. I love it. I love it. As y'all can see, it gets real. It I gets real. I
0: can't help it. Like I said, I will probably wear my crown. I know you'll probably talking about me when we were setting up this set i know you probably
1: me too you I, we have a
3: whole everybody was i was we
1: have a whole nother conversation when you said oh, your yeah, number
2: when you I said know. your number i was like yeah uh, <laughs> this, we sorry. It. I a few minutes it. ago yeah. over there the
1: fruit of her labor
2: y'all she like, you gonna
1: the sound? what's going oh, on I'm with I'm that
0: sorry i'm sorry i know i know y'all were probably Saying mean things about me. I wasn't it, saying mean
1: things in so your head. Oh, in my head, maybe. You were <laughs> probably.
0: Well, I know you were probably rolling your eyes. Yes, I yes. I yes. know you were rolling. Yes, your yes. Eyes. I felt it, especially it with them a...
1: texts yesterday morning. I, I said, "Lord ro- Jesus, I know you were rolling your eyes." And I know you, <laughs> I was getting uh, on your nerves, and um, Sean, I know I was you. you I was we always get on Sean's nerves. Anyways. Everybody does, but yeah, Sean's it. behind the scenes in case y'all know. He's like.
2: Um, yeah, uh, ultimate behind the scenes. Hats. yes. Wears
1: a million
3: hats, and we can't, we can't start the show without them.
1: God bless. Me. And you know what? We got to give a shout out to, to, as well, to his better half, Alfie. Hold it down, holding hold, it down. Hold always, it down, always. She gives us topic ideas. She went on a retreat with us this summer. I oh. mean, literally, just a lot of the topics and the things that we discuss, she has her hand in. So we got to give a shout out to the grants. Can so. I
3: talk about another blessing that's coming to all our lives. Jerry
2: and Latranks. Yes. yes! That one be in front of the camera. That's kind of nervous. Though.
3: God, bless God bless them now. God
1: bless them.
2: We're going to turn on America's Most Wanted. Like, these people in the Army. And oh they get it popping. Um,
3: <laughs> answering the call of God. Yes. Yeah. Great people. I um, Jerry first reached out and said that when he got to Atlanta, he wanted to look us up and, it's been a blessing so we
1: appreciate it yes Yes, thank y'all so much thank y'all so much so yes we had to give y'all a sneak peek behind the scenes but yes so you see a little bit of what goes down in moortown and then over here in dawsonville we we roll a little different so do do you want to talk about your skeptic loyalist ways a little bit
2: what in our household you can oh um i don't know how that, that that plays out um I mean, or, I
1: have some thoughts. If you Go
2: know.
1: ahead. No, go but, ahead. I mean, literally, I, I am a planner, a project planner, like, literally, professionally, all that, but I mean, like, like Chris is like a, a planner. Like, he want to know what we're doing, where we going, what time, what time you think we're going to be done, do you think it's going to be... And I'll be like, bro, I don't know. I'm, I'm figuring it out just like you. Like, I, we are, we are working it out together. We are working it out together.
2: Sometimes I thought she was the one sometimes sometimes has wanted, more why,
1: why do you
0: why are you like making those faces as you're saying i'm like just that? saying i mean you only <laughs> one in the well building realized. so <laughs>
1: that's not jeremiah he don't plan it it just happens it, just happens to it me, really man. does and then he'll wake up like he wasn't asleep like he'll he'll wake up and just jump in a conversation i'm like bro you was over there snoring two seconds ago but anyways that's so a whole nother story so but yeah i mean like literally ultimate perfectionist or or planner when it comes to that very very
2: huge yeah and i think that's about i think the balance of that is just um even just talking about what's our next steps and what it is or this is what we need to do or different things of that nature and i think we balance each other out yeah you know what i mean so i think we do
1: definitely uh, the thing Definitely. I feel you on on the kitchen piece. So I think, honestly, that might be a a man-woman thing. No, I could be wrong, though. But the cleaning of the kitchen piece is very, very unique. So I I know Chris has done his due diligence and, like, really helping out more in that area. But I always find myself kind of going behind him. I don't know if if any of y'all are like me, but I'm kind of like a pre-washer. Like, we have a dishwasher, but I'm still going to wash the dishes before I put them in a dishwasher. Because my thing is this. If they're crusty, when you put them in a the dishwasher, they're going to be even more crusty when you take them out of the dishwasher, in my opinion. So because I'll be like, it ain't it ain't looking good. So, yeah. So Chris may load the dishwasher, but then I go right behind him and be like, oh, put you, it right back. You rinse
3: the dishes so, before you put them in there, but then the hot water from the dishwasher mm, takes care of all of that. I wish it did. It's better than me.
1: <laughs> I wish it did. So, all right. So, yeah, you got a sneak peek of the inner workings behind the scenes, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper. So what I want us to talk about is really how to love these different types because they're 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 each very, very different. So I'm going to talk about the one first, and there's an area here in their description where it says, if you love a one. So Ryan, mm-hmm. I want you to pay attention to this, okay? All right, so if you love a one, remember that even when they're healthy, they still love improving things. There's always another level. There's Wait. always another level, Ryan. When well,
3: you say, even though they're healthy, well, healthy when they're ones. in their healthy space. Healthy yeah, ones. like when they're
1: functioning at a healthy one, oh, you know, okay. versus an unhealthy yeah. one. Okay, gotcha, yeah, you gotcha. They still love improving things, okay? Their biggest needs in relationships are finding time to make the world a better place as a team only then can they relax okay okay they got it they got to get the work done and then they can relax okay this is not this is this is not only their desire but it's, it's literally how god wired her how she's gifted in that area okay all right you, too, will be on the road to improvement if you choose to partner with a one. OK, sometimes that's even unconsciously why you have picked them, because you knew they would keep you on the straight and narrow. Might might be a little something in there. Might be. I'm just saying this is all subjective, though. OK, ones are in the anger triad of the Enneagram. They are inclined to have anger and a harsh, critical voice that can be turned both inward and outward. Um, why aren't they better? Or why aren't I better? They can kind of be sometimes their own worst critics. So really try to encourage her in that area. Okay. If you know this to be true. Um, And then try to remember that she is, let's see, let me make sure I'm writing this right. When your one is trying to reform you or trying to change you, change you it's only because they're wired to see problems. That's kind of how she's wired. Okay. And then work on your stuff. However, don't take it on if it's not yours to deal with. So you got to figure out, you know, when you should take on something and when you shouldn't. Okay. And then also steer them toward fun as a reward after medium to large segments of hard work. Okay. Fun is great. All right and then if you're with a one of course remind them that you may have different gifts from them let them know you're never going to give up on self-improvement that you don't want them to judge or critique you help them to find framing things more positively and realize that their very gift for seeing others can be positive but can also have a negative impact on you so healthy communication is very important in that area but seeing where it comes from of course is great so just some just some tips if you love a number one, you all right. <laughs> now, Toya, if you love a number nine, okay. If you have found someone who is known to be the most gentle, peaceable, and altruistic of all types, this energy spent merging with other needs it can seem slothful at times. It can seem like you ain't doing enough. What in the world, okay? Um, if you have to rouse them, consider yourself lucky that they will move in the direction you want since they more honestly care about you and the relationship than getting what they wanted their, themselves. Um, encourage them to have their own autonomy and self-respect so that they're not um, harboring any passive aggressive anger. You just want to make sure the lines of communication are open, all right? And then make sure you actively listen with them and pause to see what's really going on with them because I don't know, you don't speak up though, Ryan. You may or may not. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I do. Okay. So, yeah. And then realize when they do get loud, they're feeling either unheard or anxious. Address these particular issues as best as you can, even though they may say it's fine. Making daily prioritized lists will also help with the nines. They will always try to put you first. (laughs) So give them express permission to take care of their own physical and mental health um, or errands they need to run, work hobbies or what have you. So I don't know if that's accurate or not, but hopefully it helps a little bit if you it, love a 9. It's
3: so my so my um my number was split okay almost evenly between 9 and 2.
1: Okay. The helper. Yeah. I, I would you. say
3: I'm more of a 2 mm-hmm. than a 9. Okay. And, and the reason I say that is because um all this week I was just constantly thinking about how I could help this come together. Come mm-hmm. together, come together. Mm-hmm even though there was other things that i i had to do it -hmm. was like i prioritized this Mm because i wanted to help right yeah so um i definitely get the whole loving a one but i think the the number way the number one way to love a one is if you said those vows just keep those vows and be like
1: amen i did did
3: that so amen um but you know to be honest with you her being a one is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. um because i don't feel pressured by it mm. i mean i there's sometimes, but there's like certain projects you know that i do feel the pressure like oh she's the foreman and i'm just <laughs> you know i'm free labor right she now like, uh, yeah yeah yes he um, said
0: he makes comments all the time yeah
3: i just recently did a project for her at the house and she was standing over me like well what's next when is this <laughs> and i'll be like i'm doing this for the first time so i gotta go figure it out mm-hmm. but i don't have an answer for you mm-hmm. I just know. I'm going to go to Lowe's later on today and we're going to try to figure it out. So, yeah, but I, I think it is, I think it's a, I think it's a balance now that you mention it. It's good
1: oh, all right. You have anything else you want to share on loving a nine slash two or two slash nine?
0: I was just, I can relate. I was just seeing lots of different examples mm-hmm. in my head as you were reading through. I was like, yeah, I can, I can be my own worst credit. I'm definitely hard on myself. Um my inner voice sometimes mm. I have to kind of keep in control because I the higher the high achiever in me and the perfectionist is, I don't know if that's a like a really a good mix but yeah. it's like I I'm always striving. Um and I think over the years I've learned to kind of tone down some things like Before I got married, like my house was like perfectly clean, like all the time, like everything was in the proper place and Mm -hmm. different things like that. Not so much anymore. Uh (laughs) We've got four kids. We've got four kids. (laughs) It's it's nearly impossible to keep it keep it as clean as I like it all the time. Yeah, but you will never come to my house and you will never see it looking jacked up you will always see the fake house if you come over <laughs> we call it the fake house you know okay, like um... <laughs> hilarious. it's the fake house It's um, look like that all the time mm-hmm. um but it's kind of a balance you got to give and take i think but yeah yeah wow
1: yeah Whew. all right yeah. you ready to, to diagnose dawsonville yeah so <laughs> If you love a four, if
2: you love (laughs) a
0: four, remember that when they feel uncertain about the relationship, they will test you to see if you love them and try to evoke an emotional reaction from you. I don't know if that's true. It's healthy for you not to, not for you not only to be logical and caring, but to show some emotions also. I don't know if Maya. You know, it's like, well, I are tell you going Maya. to react to that? <laughs> like, can I have some more emotions? <laughs> like, are you going to cry? I like, try to evoke emotions. Can you evoke some emotions? I don't yes. know if Maya is like that, but can we, we can talk about that. Um, even if less dramatic than your partner, and you're mostly being an active listener. Fours also need plenty of time to withdraw, as well as quality time with you so that they can understand themselves better. Very true. And so you can potentially understand them better. Also, remember that fours don't evoke emotions from you to be cruel, but because they are feeling lonely and rejected, don't abandon poor maya instead encourage her to find time to both explore their own spirituality including through religion and seeking higher power we'll just say religion Mm -hmm. and take care of their physical or mental health Mm -hmm. finally you can give them permission to have some space while also assuring them of your love amen any thoughts on that i'll
2: be i'll be trying (laughs) i'll be trying i'll be trying to give her space i'll be like babe why don't you do this, this. She be like, i'm good i'm here You're i'm good. at the house
1: well i like the quality time with you too like that balance that she mentioned is so important like i enjoy spending quality time with you but then i do recharge in solitude i am huge on like having time by myself and just shutting it down and even when we have time where we're just shutting it down period like sabbath day in dawsonville we usually on different levels. Like he may be upstairs. I'm downstairs and vice versa because we are recharging and we don't necessarily have to be in the same space. We'll come together around mealtime or something and be like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> and then go but back
2: but this is corners. about because I may want to watch something yeah, yeah. and she may want to watch something yeah. else. And then that's when I say, okay, babe, you got up. I got down upstairs and we go downstairs and then we just mm-hmm. watch it." Cause I'm more like, um, on like sometimes on Sundays I watch documentaries and mm-hmm. she hates documentaries. Yeah, I do. I fall asleep so, on them. so I'm I'm upstairs watching documentaries and she's downstairs watching um love something hallmark, hallmark, hallmark. hallmark. Mm-hmm. yeah Christmas in July like yeah
1: <laughs> I love it I will do it yeah. in a heartbeat yeah but I'm huge on
2: that so. yeah um, so that's the that's the yeah, only reason why we go upstairs and yeah. downstairs is just and honestly that's a like you said sometimes you want to give people their space mm-hmm. you know what I mean so. Yeah
1: enjoy our time together too i mean i'm huge on that we've really become more intentional this year especially about actively dating each other more frequently and doing different things besides dinner and a movie like that's our go-to but like really like having activities or doing things that we don't typically do and just trying to be more frequent about it or trying restaurants we haven't tried before things like that so this has been a really good year for that honestly so
2: and that's more honestly more her I get pulled yes. <laughs> to do that. Yes. Cause I'm very just one way. So yeah. but um yeah, that's more Maya. She's yeah. more and more you Maya yeah. What's you know. nearby. What did we have last week? I'm like, yeah. oh, can we have something different? Yeah. Something I gotta get back different? to my clothes, you know what I'm saying? Your so pu- oh, your laundry. And my laundry so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> your new
1: <laughs> task, your new hobby for the <laughs> nah, I wash I clothes. God, I thank God that he is taking it off my plate. That is huge, a huge relief. But you take it seriously.
0: Yeah, I do. Yes.
2: I'm thinking about I got two loads at the house now.
0: Also, I do recall you saying, Maya, too, that you want to eventually do, like, a monthly just, like, getaway. Girl, you yes. don't even care if it's, like, just a hotel in Atlanta. Girl, yes. You want to recharge. I wish yes. I was at that level in my life. We're not quite there yet, mm-hmm. but. I won't be there. What? i getting there. <laughs> I boop, mean, boop, the, the
3: you four kids, kids, you know. Two. You will. You <laughs> got kids from the age. You will. To two to 10.
1: <laughs> you will you mm. will, You start preparing for that emptiness season now but you will
0: but go ahead I'm yeah sorry. so up. that i definitely can see that because yeah. you, you're like i just i just think i need to go somewhere like once a month i do and recharge
1: i'm so <laughs> serious about that yes and i <laughs> i spent some time in um in in europe and i love the fact that they have like the month like literally the month of august is like vacation month i'm like i could do this 2 hour lunches I could do I could do that because just building breaks into your day and into your life on a consist, consistent basis it like helps you to actively recharge and renew and therefore be more productive when you do have to get stuff done right so. So,
0: if you love a six, ah. let's moving on to
1: Chris. Remember
0: that they are often wor- worried that they can't trust themselves because something in their past made them feel as though they were not safe. Now they are projecting onto you or hoping you will meet all their needs, but you must resist, the- resist this and let them go- get their own self-care, whether through journaling to work through their thoughts independently meditation, exercise, or other tactics, self-care can help sixes get unstuck and allow them to grow stronger in body and mind. If they worry too much aloud with you, set worry sessions with them to a limited time versus letting it run your schedule and encourage them to take some time on their own to verbally process uncomfortable as they may feel at first. Mm. Also, if they have a faith life, it will be helpful for the six to do a Bible memory about fear and courage. So, scriptures. That's good. The goal isn't for them to avoid healthy risks, but to plan for healthy security and the completion of their wonderful and caring, courageous goals both as individuals and as a couple with their beloved partner. Amen.
2: Is it like...
1: (laughs) It's
0: cathartic,
2: go
0: ahead. Sound bad, it did. Why did it
2: yeah. sound, bad. He, he, he sound joyful? Yeah, I sound like sorrow, He depressed. <laughs> Take him to his room, let him deal with his problems. Uh,
3: you know, I was sitting here and I was like, Man, I've known the uncle Ramos. in the back room. I've known Chris for almost 20 years. I didn't know he was dealing with some stuff. Oh, I'm yeah.
2: I was like, Where's my other number? <laughs> I thought it was a six, one, six one. Yeah. did you when
3: you got your results did you get a pie chart that's hilarious. Yes. Okay, I got yeah 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 and that's why i remember like,
2: the six was way bigger than it had some other numbers i can't remember the other numbers but the six stood out oh,
3: two and nine gosh. were almost identical
2: oh really like, yeah one like six was was the biggest but it was other numbers too i i can't remember what it were but yeah six was bigger than all the other numbers so
1: if not did any of it resonate with you all of it doesn't Um, no i mean
2: i i think i think at the same time it's just like you know i guess i I, if you have worries or if i have worries just talk about them and Mm -hmm. you know i mean i mean that that makes sense you know i mean and concerns you know i mean cool so
1: all right well let's talk quickly about any communication hacks um and y'all have kind of heard them some throughout the episode but y'all want to share any communication hacks that y'all have on how to more effectively communicate (laughs) with one another or manage conflict or anything? And it doesn't have to be related to your number.
2: Toya, just have a conversation right before Alabama starts. Like, when right I Alabama, He's like, oh, yeah, 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 He's
1: whatever. Like, sure.
0: that's
1: good.
2: That's sure. good. Sure. Uh-huh. Soon uh-huh. that roll call starts. Like, hey, babe, you know, I had this thing on my mind I wanted to talk to you about last <laughs> week. The of... You know, the kids are away <laughs> right sure, now. Sure, Let's sure, just have sure. that conversation. <laughs> you know, I'm a perfectionist. It is right now is the perfect time for this. Um,
3: <laughs> communication. i I feel like relationships for me have always been um me working to make sure it stays balanced. you know, um I talk to my mom every morning, whether she calls me or I call her. We make sure we talk every day. Mm-hmm. I call my sister a couple of times a week, she calls me a couple of times a week, and I feel like for me it's it's always making sure that the relationship is okay. If somebody pops in your mind give him a call that's, that's good my, that's always been my uh my thought process so when it comes to toya i'm always like let me make sure she's okay mm-hmm. every day you know all the time checking on her making sure like i'm a big stickler when she goes out somewhere if i don't get a check-in on the fourth <laughs> hour i'm like what happened
0: it's the third hour actually third oh hour, snap because yeah. i mean well, you, you need know, to text
3: me check on. in Either two yes. things are going
2: on, either, better either be happy about that.
3: Oh my, gosh.
2: <laughs> he up there oh my making god, making fun of his check in. You, you better know, check god. in with your Where husband.
3: Is he's he's out there
2: and you, forgot you have a family. And I oh god, Yo, no, you. no, real quick. Let, we gotta bad. talk about this. Oh my gosh. When the ladies of track stars go out, they be gone. What? Oh, they be he gone. The Just know, I'm letting you know, they'll buy her out. You may not see her till like in the morning. <laughs> They, they and everybody like getting the fights with other women, <laughs> like, yeah. it'd be a lot of stuff going down. Oh, yeah. oh my god, god. I call my. I'm like, we, we get, get home. home again, and we back home. Like, it's I mean,
3: and
2: they, we're, they, we're, we come in the house, they be like, Yo, it's that early, really? Y'all back yeah. this early, and that's the thing,
3: we never make it more than two hours. Yeah, more than two hours. God bless like, y'all. Them?
2: Because 12, we, know, one. we know
3: criticism could be coming if we come back. You know, like I went and had the uh the draft, um, the oh NFL gosh. draft. Yeah, I had lunch with Rick Sincere. Yeah, with Rick Sincere, and I was like, yo, as soon as the draft is over, I gotta go. Like, I need to be walking. Oh man, was, please. As soon as the draft is that's over, that's not
0: me. I don't give you a three hour check in. That's not me don't put that on me and oh my God! You no know, but
3: I do get Check text messages like what's your oh ETA my god. Like, okay, there's either something for me to kill something for me to open it's like the ETA means I need you home, like you know something's oh my going gosh on. So,
2: I do get but that, yeah but... they're they in the streets yeah they're in the streets like they single I'll be like Jesus Yeah. Y'all, yes. yes. y'all coming home we'll,
3: we'll go we'll go out wearing this and then they'll be I'll be like where are you going <laughs> the, and the blazer and everything why y'all just
2: i'm going out ryan <laughs> yeah leave me alone yeah so
3: but no actually you don't talk to me that way you talk to your kids we were in, when we were engaged where <laughs> disappeared. she disappeared for like 10 hours <laughs> disappeared yeah yeah like you, was you, was milk no.
1: No. you was about to put on a milk I carton ryan i 10
0: o'clock. my phone died morning. or something oh my lord I spoke to her at 10
3: o'clock in the morning and i didn't hear from her again until like 10 p.m when She came home and I was sitting there with the police. Like, oh yeah, no, you really
1: up. did. I yeah, was yeah. joking about I was, the milk carton. you was, I was really sorry, like,
3: too. uh, what's happening? It was going straight to voicemail. <laughs> wow, to voicemail. my
1: phone died. My good thing <laughs> is oh, in trouble. Oh, Let yeah. me get some help. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, I we, love it. Like,
3: we have never I was at, just at my daddy's house. I love house. it. I My daddy's house. Tennessee, no, I'm a helicopter parent. And so all my relationships are that way if my mother doesn't answer the phone after two <laughs> calls me and my sister go over there oh snap we go like, Oh, time to go that makes but sense. i live four minutes away from yeah that makes, sense. So that makes yeah. sense too but yeah man you, um, you make that, me feel I bad right now as a from my
2: mom as a hey my mother I've watching this like, i'm oh, sorry i need to call you more I'm, over
3: there. <laughs> I'm sorry but yeah oh, we, and gosh. we're helicopter parents we don't let our kids go anywhere out of our sight yeah even in the neighborhood we see the neighbors' kids up in
2: the street playing. In this and day and age, like, an we don't, we don't, yeah. though, oh, oh, wow. yeah. What's helicopter mean? What's that? Oh wow, that's what's up. Yeah. I mean, you got to in these day yeah, and age. Yeah. Not like this. All
1: right. Anything you want to share on uh, communication, managing
2: conflict? Um, I, I would say, um, the, I guess the best communication for us that I love is, um, when we, when I come home, when we have conversation like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I, it's a blessing, like to me, to see how your day was, and how you asked me the same thing, and we talk. And sometimes you may, oh, I don't want to, I want to go there, I don't want to go there. So, I think our communication is is good on that. Um, and of course we can approve on different areas and stuff like that. So, but for me, I, I like. Um, I like what we are.
1: Yeah. I like the daily check-ins. I'm trying to remember like when we like really started getting intentional about that. But it really is like a, a daily tradition for us. Like when at the end of our days like really coming together and downloading with each other like, you know, how was your day? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So I really enjoy that because it does it does on a consistent basis foster the intimacy. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to necessarily wait to the weekends or wait until, you know, to, to kind of get like quality time, but we have those moments I feel like where we have authentic conversations. So I think that's huge. Having yeah. those daily download moments.
2: Yeah. And and just and just um appreciating that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like don't come home to negativity or don't bring negativity. Yeah. Or even if negativity is coming or um being bought, um, reconciliation of that negativity. So yeah. I think that's the good good thing about Dawsonville.
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay, I love that. We should probably do something like that—a uh, intentional daily check-in. I don't think we do anything with intention mm. as far as like when communication.
3: You, that's intentional check-in. <laughs> when I pass,
2: you good? You good?
1: And you it good. Don't ryan
2: it doesn't have to be long y'all are bad kids i'm good all right i'm up see you oh later i'm gosh. good I'm up, sorry. oh
1: my gosh yeah
2: i'm going down to the map
1: right, i love it y'all okay Prim-tide, this always. has been fabulous but we we could go on and on as you can see but we yeah we got another show up, to do so, thank you bud. thank you for mm-hmm. reminding everybody mm-hmm. okay so we're going to close out with some words of wisdom if everybody could just share a quick word of wisdom that they have for Married couples or people in relationships, it, it can be about enneagrams. It doesn't have to be about enneagrams, but just relationships in general, words of wisdom, and then we'll close
3: out. I think um I think that you should be the person that tries to make the relationship the best. I't want to be a person to try to make it the, the best situation for you. Yeah. You try to make it the best situation, and you'll see them doing their part as well. Mm-hmm. That's what makes a marriage work.
1: That's good. Very
0: good. I would say just help help each other out. Constantly always see what you can do to make someone else, your spouse's life easier. Um, And just always be open to communication Mm -hmm. and be able to have difficult conversations.
1: That's good. I would say one thing I'm actively working on, I I think initially I approached our marriage as like 50-50, where you do your share, I do my share, but I am constantly learning and, and having to apply that you give 150 you give 150 like you give your all you give your all and with web without the expectation of whether or not your spouse is gonna do that or not you you give your all because this is a covenant that you've committed to with your spouse and you you treat them and, and do for them you know according to how god has called you to so for me just you know realizing that y'all are in this together and you you both give your all it's not a it's not a you do your part and and I'll do my part if you do your part it's not contingent like you do your part regardless and you do give 150% you know regardless so mm-hmm.
2: yes um i would say um what works for other marriages may not work for your marriage mm-hmm. um try to implement what you like and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't but don't copy other marriages mm-hmm. god made you two together for a reason and y'all and and what works at somebody else's household may not work at your household and you got to be okay with that you know what i mean and then also just really like um just really be thoughtful and um um, get to know that person you you're never going to know that person like you're going every time you think like hey i know her and it's like no you don't you gotta continue to learn that person constantly so those are my two things learn learn each other constantly and then also um just look at and just take away from other people's marriages that you that you like stuff that they do or, you know what I mean? But just remember whatever works in their household works in their household. It may not work in your household, but just just try stuff, you know what I mean? But just put that in your mind as well as you try stuff. Like, okay, that works for um, the Moors, and it may not work for Dawsonville and vice versa. It may, you know what I'm saying, be okay with that too. So that's my thing
0: well thank you guys so much for joining yes, us
2: on our first y'all know y'all can't go back to zoom y'all yes, know that right dude. you can't y'all can't this looks great <laughs> this looks good this looked great you guys did great so shout out to everybody that had their hand in doing this ryan and yes. Maya, you know what i'm saying so and um the perfectionists, you know the perfectionists. but no i'm serious this looks very this is like I'm like, wow! This is a set, y'all. Uh, you could—it looks like a professional set. You guys did very well, and I, I think the standard is so high now that Zoom. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: We'll be back. We definitely in we'll be back. Yeah, we're easing our way in, y'all. We're easing our way in, so you'll see a little bit of both—a hybrid for this season.
0: Yes, and also as a reminder, yes. uh, we've been displaying our becoming Eva mugs. Don't forget to purchase your merch on our website at becomingevatoday.com. I have the sipping
1: tea with B-E in the black version. Yes, and I have it in the white version with black interior. But you can also get it online, white outside with pink interior. But the next time we do our sipping tea with B-E episode, you can be ready. And we'll be adding new merch throughout the season. But we've got the mugs on there. I think we've got... Um, A long sleeve t-shirt on there for the fall But we'll be adding some more items throughout the season And we, you know, we got some stuff planned out So we're going to be time releasing it So that you can be like, ooh, what they got this month What they got that month, you know So be on the lookout Next week,
0: we're going to have Dr. Cassandra Bolar She's a Becoming Eva fan favorite So she will be joining us We'll be talking about Enneagrams And Relationships via like your co-workers your friends um different relationships and as always don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel our podcast instagram and twitter at becoming eva today see you guys soon see you
1: soon
0: don't forget to like us on facebook twitter and instagram click subscribe on youtube and subscribe to the podcast check us out at becomingevatoday.com or email
1: us at becomingevatoday.com. See you next time.